Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. I'm not under law, I'm under grace. Listen, sin, by definition, is something which misses the mark. Meaning that sin is, is anything, it's at any attitude, any action, whatever, that's in conflict with perfection. It stands in contrast to the wise way. And therefore, I mean, it's detrimental. Maybe not immediately, but eventually. Sin is the act of doing something not within God's will for our life. Today, Pastor Robert says that sin will eventually tear us apart. What is something that you are doing that is rebellious against God? You must repent to have the forgiveness of God. When you repent, you can walk in confidence under the grace of Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans, chapter 6, as he begins his message, Under Grace. Last Sunday, David took you through Romans chapter 5, and at the conclusion of his message, he gave you a couple of important questions to consider, and they were, you know, like rhetorical. They, they weren't questions designed to solicit information from you. They were questions designed to make you think, you know, provoke some thought. A little bit. And as we move now into chapter six, because we just go through the book. If you've not been with us, we, I mean, we just go through the scriptures. So we're moving into chapter six today. We're going to look at about half the chapter, a little more than half the chapter together. But the Apostle Paul actually gives us a question to ponder. And again, it's not a question that he intends to. Um, solicited information, you know, from, from us. It's a, it's a question that he presents. He's like, you know, it's, it's really like a thought provoker, you know? Think about this. In, in chapter five, he, he had presented the case that the very first sin of Adam, the very first sin of that very first human had doomed humanity. All of the descendants of Adam were doomed, to live in a kingdom of death, doomed to live under the dominion of death. And that the obedience of Christ, the second Adam, had opened up a way for us to be set free from that dominion of death, to be transformed. You know, the Bible says that a person is recreated by God. That's what salvation is is all about. 
and that we're transferred from that dominion of death into the rule and reign of life. And he, he, he kind of concluded the thought by saying that God gave us the law so that people would be educated by the law and be made aware of their sins, be made aware that certain actions, certain attitudes, certain activities were actually sin, confronted by that fact, so that then God's grace could be even more richly poured out to those who acknowledge their sin and turn to Christ in humility and faith. So now as he's starting off in chapter six, you know, after telling us that, okay, he, he gave the law so that you'd be aware of sin, so that then his grace could be poured out even more abundantly, you know, it's like where, where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin? That grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Now, we're going to pause right there for a minute. What he's saying here, it's an interesting argument, an interesting question he puts forth, right? I mean, if, if God's grace is poured out to us abundantly because we have become aware of our sins, we've acknowledged our sins... Well, does it then logically follow that we should just keep doing what we've always done and, and just keep, keep on with the sin so that grace could abound to us? And he says that, no, no. The word of God makes it really clear. It states it kind of emphatically that that's a terribly foolish conclusion to reach. And yet, even though we recognize the foolishness in the argument, so many of us, do exactly that. It's like, I'm, I'm not under law, I'm under grace. Listen, sin, by definition, is something which misses the mark, meaning that sin is, is anything. It's at any attitude, any action, whatever, that's in conflict with perfection. It stands in contrast to the wise way. And therefore, I mean, it's detrimental. Maybe not immediately, but eventually, And you know what? Maybe not even to me as an individual. Maybe it's to those around me or to my descendants. God tells us in the Bible that the wages of sin is death. So how could we we ever conclude that continuing down that plagued path could be wise or appropriate? Only by misunderstanding the concept of grace. You see, a lot of times that's the problem. Because we misunderstand both sin and grace, I would suggest we think that, oh, just keep doing what we've just keep going. Listen, here's what we have to understand. Grace did not eliminate the consequences of your sin. When it conferred upon you life and a seat at God's table, it didn't eliminate the consequences the wages that you had earned. No, no, no. What grace did is that grace took those wages and attributed them, allotted them to Jesus. I earned it. He received it. That's what the Bible teaches. See, the death that I earned for myself through my transgressions, well, grace transferred those over to a Roman cross, put him on the back of Jesus. He willingly, in obedience to the Father, by the way, it's so important to understand that. The Bible tells us that the Father sent him 
for that purpose. But the other thing that we have to understand, see, a lot of times we, when we're thinking about this, we think, okay, so all of the consequences of my sin were borne by Jesus on the cross. Well, no, no. The ultimate consequences, absolutely, but all the consequences, well, here's what I mean. When you tell a lie, it still produces confusion. It's still gonna produce mistrust. When a person commits adultery, it still undermines the foundations of society. Greed, it still results in conflict, wars, Book of James talks about it. Do you understand what I'm driving at? You still reap what you sow, the Bible says. Paul makes it clear in his letter to the Galatians. You know, you can't, you can't play games with God. If, if you are, he says, sowing, you know, planting seeds, if you're sowing to the flesh, well then from the flesh you're gonna reap destruction. There are still gonna be negative repercussions if your whole life revolves around your human desires and appetites, the flesh, he says, well, it's not going to work out so well for you because the wages of sin is still death. There's, there's still going to be those, those negative repercussions. You know, there's a, there's a really interesting assertion in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 6. It tells us that walking away from the Lord Jesus after having heard and believed the gospel is like crucifying him all over again. You just, like, like he's being rejected and put to death, put to shame, humiliated, all over again. But then that kind of begs the question, I mean, how, how can a person hear the gospel, believe the gospel, and walk away from Jesus? Is that even possible? Are you saying a person can lose their salvation? No, that's not what I'm saying. But see, that hearing and believing the gospel doesn't automatically result in salvation. Joining us today for Main Thing Radio. There's so much to learn and appreciate from the Book of Romans. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome, even though he'd never met those people. This is how it can be with ministry over the radio, too. People are touched by God's Word, even if you haven't met in person. For those who do live nearby Miami, we invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We offer Spanish translation for the 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. services. If you're not able to join us in person, join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. If these messages have been an encouragement to your heart, would you let us know? Give us a call at 305-531-2730.
When you call, also let us know how we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. Thanks so much for listening to God's Word today. We trust it has blessed your soul and renewed you in a special way. That's it for today, but please come back next time right here on Main Thing Radio.